Our sermon text comes from our Old Testament reading from Isaiah chapter 40. Comfort, comfort my people, says your God. Speak tenderly to Jerusalem and cry to her that her warfare is ended, that her iniquity is pardoned, that she has received from the Lord's hand double for all her sins. A voice cries, in the wilderness prepare the way of the Lord, make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Every valley shall be lifted up, and every mountain and hill be made low. The uneven ground shall become level, and the rough places a plain. And the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all flesh shall see it together. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken. A voice says, cry. And I said, what shall I cry? All flesh is grass, and all its beauty is like the flower of the field. The grass withers, and the flower fades when the breath of the Lord blows on it. Surely the people are grass. The grass withers and the flower fades, but the word of our God will stand forever. Go on up to a high mountain, O Zion, herald of good news. Lift up your voice with strength, O Jerusalem, herald of good news. Lift it up, fear not. Say to the cities of Judah, Behold your God. Behold, the Lord God comes with might and his arm rules for him. Behold, his reward is with him his recompense before him. He will tend his flock like a shepherd. He will gather the lambs in his arms. He will carry them in his bosom and gently lead those that are with young. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father through our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. So we're thinking about comfort today and in December kind of in the Christmas season it's pretty easy to think about comfort because there's so many kind of comforting things that we're surrounded with things like lights and, and trees things like the, the, all the Christmas traditions we have those are oftentimes comforting you get to hear our favorite Christmas songs uh, everywhere that we go it brings comfort to us, at least to a certain extent. Uh, for me, uh, it's a picture of my favorite uh, Christmas song. Uh, that's me when I had hair. No, that, that's Rick Astley. His famous Christmas song, Never Gonna Give You Up. Right? It's my favorite Christmas song. Now, I've been told it's not actually a Christmas song, but it's on my Christmas playlist. So who am I uh, to judge? Uh, no, it may not be your favorite. This one might be a little more familiar for you. This is also a picture of me when I had hair. No, this is Andy Williams. Andy Williams. His famous song, It's the Most Wonderful Time of the Year. It sounds great. Except when it's not. Oftentimes, it's not the most wonderful time of the year. And our world tells us, well, just get more. Put up more lights. Get another tree. Do more traditions. Get more gifts. Receive more gifts. But we're still weary. We're still in need of comfort. See, in our series, and looking at the weary world rejoices. And how sometimes, it, I mean, it seems like it should be the most wonderful time of the year. It, it, sometimes that isn't our reality. 
know for many of you, 2023 hasn't been the easiest year. And so you're weary, you're in need of comfort, you're worn down by things like conflict or health problems, stays at the hospital, financial issues, depression, stress, worry. There's any number of reasons why we're in need of comfort. The problem comes is that when we get more of what the world offers and we still find ourselves empty. I mean, there's got to be more than this. There's got to be more than just lights and trees and, and songs and presents. When you're weary, when you're in need of comfort, where do you turn? It's to weary people that the prophet Isaiah was sent. We learned last week that Isaiah was sent to preach to God's people who were in exile. They've seen Jerusalem destroyed. They've experienced a tremendous amount of tragedy, trauma, and heartache and carried away from their land hundreds of miles into exile in Babylon. They're experiencing stress and conflict and financial struggles health crisis, and they're not even, they don't even have the comforts of home to be able to cope with it. Not that with the depth of their tragedy they would really work. And it's to a weary nation, a weary people. Isaiah chapter 40 is written, comfort, comfort my people, says your God. Speak tenderly to Jerusalem and cry to her that her warfare is ended, her iniquity is pardoned, that she has received from the Lord's hand double for all her sins. This word of comfort, of promise, comes to the people of God. Because it looks like Israel's hope is going to be restored, that their fortunes are going to be reversed. Kind of the trajectory of their nation is going to be turned around. But that's not really the reason for comfort here. See, the problem with, with us today hearing these prophecies from Isaiah and Jeremiah, these, these later prophets, is we kind of assume they're going to be fulfilled immediately. But the reality is that God's people were in exile for 70 years. The vast majority, perhaps all of the people that first heard these words from the prophet, never lived to see the restoration of the city of Jerusalem. They never saw the rebuilding of the temple. They certainly never saw the restoration of the kingdom of Israel at all. But God still offers them words and promises of comfort because it's not based in their circumstances changing. It's not based in them getting more of whatever the world can offer. Well, the source of comfort is not found in the promises of verse 2 and following. The source of comfort is right there in the opening words. Comfort, comfort, my people says your God. 
comfort comes. Because God says to the Israelites, you do not belong to Babylon. You do not belong to exile. You do not belong to depression or stress or worry or conflict. You belong to me. Comfort, comfort my people, says your God. These are words that echo the covenant. I will be your God and you will be my people. The covenant that the Israelites have broken, which caused them to be in exile in the first place, but a covenant that God never abandoned. Comfort, comfort my people. Even as the people wandered, even as they rejected God, God never rejected or left them. See, that's where we find comfort, not in more of the things of the world. Find comfort in the God who calls and who claims us. See, ultimately, the comfort that God offers to his people has nothing to do with with their circumstances or their standing in the world. It has everything to do with who their God is. Comfort is not a change of feelings, a change of circumstances. No, comfort has a name. Comfort is a person. That's who they're waiting for. This comes right after the Christmas story in Luke chapter 2. Now there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. This man was righteous and devout, waiting for the consolation of Israel. The Holy Spirit was upon him. See, God's people from Isaiah 40 received this promise of comfort, but they always knew that there was a greater way that God was going to fulfill this. This promised one, this Savior. And so Simeon was waiting. That word consolation there could could actually be translated comfort. Waiting for the comfort of of Israel. Comfort, comfort my people. And so Simeon is waiting in the temple. Day after day, all these children brought before him. After all that time of waiting, after that he was weary. Waiting for this comfort that seems like it will never come. And then one day, this child, Jesus, is brought before him and Simeon takes him up in his arms comfort comfort my people and Simeon responds with joy with with these famous words Lord you are now letting your servant depart in peace according to your word for my eyes have seen your salvation you have prepared in the sight of all people a light of revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people Israel think about that Simeon is holding the Savior now I'm kind of jealous of that mainly because I like holding babies just in general but he's holding the Savior of the world it's the only time in his life that He's held 
Jesus. In fact, the rest of Simeon's life, the entirety of our lives, is about the God who holds on to us. See, Simeon could have joy. He could have comfort in the midst of the waiting, in the midst of the weariness. Because this Jesus is born for you. And he lived for you. He died for you. He rose again for you. And he lives and he reigns for you. And he forgives you. He brings you into his family in the waters of baptism. Comfort, comfort my people. It means you. Because you belong to God. And that is why we have comfort. That's why we have joy. Because comfort isn't found in getting more from the things of the world. Comfort is found when God meets us in His Son. So we, we recognize this kind of on a, on a basic level. The comfort is not primarily a circumstance or a feeling. Comfort is actually found in people. I want to share another picture. This is a picture of me when I had hair. I know this was just a couple weeks ago. That's me and my daughter. She was in need of comfort, sitting right over there. And so what, what does a child do? This is one picture of, of, of hundreds throughout the moments. Any of you guys that, that, are, that are parents, grandparents, you've experienced this. A child is in need of comfort, and what do they do? They scan around, and they find someone that's safe, and they run. And they hop up in their arms, and they hold on tight. And there, they find comfort. That's what your God offers to you. Comfort, comfort my people. Come to me all who are weary, burdened. I will give you rest. That's what this Jesus says to you. Comfort, comfort my people. See, comfort is not found in having more things, doing more experiences, buying more, experiencing more. Comfort is found in the midst of the busyness of this season, comfort is found in rest. All who are weary, come to this Savior, this Jesus who meets you here and rest. A Sabbath rest for God's people as we gather together around his word with his people receiving his gifts. That is what gives us true comfort. Not busyness, not more, but in rest. Resting in the promises of what your Savior has done for you. Comfort, comfort my people. You're weary. You're in need of comfort. So rest. Rest in the arms of your Savior. Rest in his promises and his gifts. For there, 
we find comfort. There, we find joy. Amen.